Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. This is our show before Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Day early. Boy, do I have a show for you we're going to release on Tuesday. It's how to find love in midlife. So if you're looking for love or you know somebody is, we're going to have Nancy Bruce on. And she found love in midlife, and now she's got a strategy for you if you're looking for love in midlife, too. The reason that we do this show is to blend spirituality and practicality to help you live a life full of purpose and joy. And we have a whole bunch of callers on hold. So we'll see what their questions are, see what spirit has to say for an answer. And it's always lots of fun. So let's go right to the phones. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm terrific. How are you doing, girl? Good. We've got meatball Good. here with Where me. are you? I am in Martinsburg, West Virginia. Okay. Terrific. Terrific. Got a question for me? I do. So oddly enough, just today, your Instagram post was about dreams and meanings. And um, literally what I'm calling you about today, last week, I had a dream that my sweet 18-year-old kitty, who's right here, who's Meatball, he um, had tears in his eyes, and he was sick in my dream. And then just a few days later, he got sick. And it's been pretty scary. Um, he got an antibiotic on Monday and he is doing better. I think he has an infection in his mouth. Um, but the vet did say that he's in kidney failure and, you know, the only options are very, very expensive things. Um, I'm getting a second opinion tomorrow, but I just wanted to know if you could communicate with him and let me know if there's anything he needs or if, you know, what, what you think about, about his condition. Sure. For those of you that are first time to the show, how this works is I raise my vibrational level to level of spirit and I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook into you, Sarah, in West Virginia. And then I'm going to go from you to Meatball. I love his name. That is hilarious. <laughs> Did he look like a little Meatball when he was a baby? He did. Yeah. Now he's, he's, he's an old skinny man, but yeah, he was a little meatball. Oh, <laughs> cute. Okay. Here comes my laser beam from sweet home, Alabama, heading up to you in West Virginia. All right. Got you. Got meatball. Meatball's spirits out of his body. Sarah, I know that's not what you want to hear. No, but it's, when, it's okay. When a person is dying and when an animal is dying, the spirit exits through the top of the head and mm -hmm. it hangs on to the top of the head in a spirit, I call it a spirit bubble configuration. It looks like a speech bubble or mm -hmm. where the captions are in a cartoon. And so I'm un unable to scan him medically when his spirit's out of his body because it's like the power source for the body. It would it would be like 
looking at an x-ray in a pitch black room without electricity. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to see anything. So let's talk to him. What I got when you were telling me that he was having trouble in his mouth, I got, he's got some abscess teeth. So yeah. I call those divine downloads. It's information that comes into my head while I'm talking, even before I get you on my radar, which I'm kind of like a human MRI or an x-ray. Mm -hmm. But I got that he has some abscess teeth that are infected. Okay. okay. Does that, that make sense? Yeah, no, it totally does. He got an antibiotic shot on Monday, um, and he's been much better. He's he's feeling pretty good today. He's been eating, and he's he's way better than he was this weekend. Um, but that was, you know, um, I guess probably going to be short lived. And the vet has recommended um, kidney um, like fluid injections for the rest of his life um, to help his kidney failure. Mm hmm. Okay. So let's ask him the big question. So yeah. Meatball, do you want to be euthanized? He's saying not exactly. All right. What's that mean? What do you mean? What do you mean by not exactly? I'm not ready to go yet. Okay. He's saying if that you'll know when it's time, he's saying he'd rather go out on his own without okay. being euthanized. Now, okay. that's what he's saying right now. That may be different in a week sure. or a month. But he's saying he'd rather go out on his own. He's also saying that you'll know if it's time, if he's just lethargic and he has trouble getting up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like he, he's, he's showing me like if he just is so exhausted, he just doesn't have trouble to get up or, or he has trouble getting up. He's saying he still has some spunk left. I believe it. finding that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All yeah. right. He just gave me well, a I hope that helps. No, I, no, it, it absolutely oh. That's That's really what I wanted to know. Um, over the weekend, it was, um, it was kind of scary. I really, really wanted that answer this past weekend, you know, but that's, that's, that's good. I'm happy with that. I'm good with that. Yeah. My so, daughter-in-law, um, Mallory, is a, vet a veterinarian. Yeah. I never heard of cats getting their teeth pulled before, but apparently right. it's pretty common. Right. Do you think, do you think that's worth it to put him through it? This, at no. this, no. Okay. No. Gotcha. Okay. I do not. Just... Now, if, if he decides he wants to stick around for a while, his spirit can go back into his body. Okay. It's out right now. So okay. spirits and humans and in pets can go in and out. But okay. um, right now I'm getting, he's not ready to go and he doesn't sure. want you to, to euthanize him at this point. Okay, so maybe just antibiotics and keeping them comfortable? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's ask Easy him about enough. the kidney stuff. Yeah. Do you want the kidney medicine? He's saying not necessary. Okay. Okay. Easy enough for me. Okay. All righty. Well, good luck. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. You Take bet. Care. Bye, Sarah. Bye, bye, Meatball. <laughs> he says bye. <laughs> Okay. Hi, Teresa. Hi. I'm How so are you, my girl? Here. Thank you. I am well. We're thrilled to have you. Thank you. I have a question for you. I'm coming from Stamford, Connecticut on the New York border. Okay. Um, yeah. And I was on your show about, I think about eight months ago. Um, and I was asking about getting pregnant. Um, 
And you had mentioned something about sort of my left ovaries. And I think you were onto something because they've been very quiet. Um, I've been trying to get pregnant for five years, but I've not been successful yet. Although I have had a couple of miscarriages. Um, So I guess that's on the way to success. So just kind of wanted to check in on everything and see if there's anything I'm missing, uh, anything that I can do, that good stuff. Okay. All right. Did you, are you doing IVF? Are you just doing it on your own? What are you doing? In the past, I've done multiple rounds of IVF and then I kind of got very emotionally and physically exhausted by it all. Um, So we've Mm -hmm. been trying natural for about the past year. Um, The doctor's Mm -hmm. recommending an IUI um, coming up. Mm -hmm. So we're considering an IUI coming up in the next month or two. I get it's in your best interest to do the IUI. Okay. Do you do you have eggs already that are frozen that are ready to go? No, I it they would basically just do, you know, for lack of a better term, the turkey baster method and when I'm ovulating. Yeah. So no, I okay. don't have any, any frozen eggs. Okay. All right. You have a baby spirit over your right shoulder. I don't know if I told you that last time. You did. But you've had a couple miscarriages, you said. I'm so sorry about that. But you know you can get pregnant, so that's a really good sign. Baby spirits look like little orbs, Teresa, and they hang over the mom's right shoulder. And this one's in pretty close. I mean, sometimes they're off in a distance. They they remind me of at an airport at night when the planes are stacked up in the sky waiting for clearance to land and you can see their landing lights on. So this one's pretty close in. I think you've got a really good chance of this one incarnating. So let's ask it what it needs. I'm sure you're involved with nutrition and probably way more than we want to know as far as trying to be healthy. Yeah. And all of that. There, There is a book called The Better Baby Book okay. that you may find helpful. Have you read that book? No, I haven't, but I'll certainly look into okay. that. It's by a woman named Lana Asprey and her ex-husband, Dave Asprey, the health guru, kind of a guy, um, biohacker health guy. And she was told that she could never conceive. And she fooled them because she had two kids in her 40s. And she was able to restore her fertility, get pregnant. And so even if nothing else, I would suggest that you read or listen to that book because it's going to give you some pointers to how to be ready and how to help your body get pregnant. And then also while you're pregnant and then postpartum, how to stay healthy. So I got that when you first started talking to okay, recommend yeah, a better I will baby definitely, book. I will definitely get that yeah. book. And I, I'm in my 40s, so I will certainly get it. Okay. Sure. Yeah. 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 I think you I think you've got a really good chance of conceiving. May I look at your girly parts? Yeah. <laughs> Just make sure everything's ready to roll. Absolutely. Okay. So I'm, I'm I'm looking at a hologram of you from behind. I'm going in. It's like I have an MRI. It's like I got a big screen TV in my head. And so I'm looking at your ovaries. Looks like you're going to ovulate on the left side this month. I don't know if you know which one, but it looks 
when uh, when an egg is getting ready to pop on the ovary, it looks like a red underground zit. <laughs> Did you ever have a zit as a high, like a high schooler and it doesn't have a head on it, but it's one of those big swollen ones that it hurts like crazy? That's what it looks like when they're getting ready to ovulate. I've actually seen these in the emergent, in the operating room, real time. So wow. I know, but that doctor I was with, he let me look through the scope. He goes, see that thing that looks like a zit? I said, yeah. He goes, that's where the eggs get ready to pop out. Okay, good to know. All right, looking at that, you've got eggs. You've got some that are retired in there, yeah. as you can imagine. Yeah. And so I'm watching a little... A little dome. Do you remember, you know, my analogies are hilarious, but they're just to give us an idea of what I'm seeing in my mind's eye because it's a metaphor or an analogy for the energetic healing that's happening. And if you can envision what I'm talking about, Teresa, and everybody listening, envision what I'm talking about because regardless of when you listen to this show, if you're listening live or if you're listening in the future, we're all working together to help heal you and help you get pregnant. Everybody that hears this show around the world, which is pretty cool if you think about it, because time doesn't exist in the spirit world. Time's a human creation. So it doesn't matter if you're hearing it in a week, in a month, in a year, they're all sending the healing to you by envisioning it. So do you remember the old fashioned hair dryers in the beauty parlors? Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. mother and my grandmother would get a, a shampoo and set. And they'd have those plastic rollers in their hair and then they'd sit underneath the dryer. That's what this looks like. There's a dome that's come over both ovaries and it's sucking out all the eggs that have retired. Okay. And what that does is it gives the viable eggs, which look like blonde caviar to me, by the way, it, it helps them spread out and give them like a little breathing room. So that's happening on the left side. You got more eggs on the left side than on the right side as what I'm seeing. But you still have some on your right side. You still have some that are ready to go. Okay. The ends of the fallopian tubes have these little finger-like things on them. It reminds me of seaweed on the, uh, the ocean bottom when they're just kind of waving in the current you know, just kind of going back and forth. So I'm using stem cell energy on those, Teresa. And those are like little fingers that are going to go out and grab the egg once you ovulate. And then it brings it into the fallopian tubes. On both sides, there are corkscrews inside your fallopian tubes and they're spinning really fast. And they're just grinding up anything that's in there, you know, any kind of debris or whatever. So we want them to be really slick so that that egg can come into the tube and go flying down like on a on a metal slide that you just greased with a piece of wax paper. Am I dating myself on that? Probably. So that's good. Going down into your uterus. That looks good. Cervix. Okay. Cervix is being, it's getting kind of a tune up because okay. there's, you know what a strawberry basket looks like? The plastic green ones? Yes. 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 So imagine that kind of a structure is being put on top of your cervix. And there are these thin blue lines that are making kind of a structure to help strengthen it. And then imagine if you had a strawberry basket and you glued a piece of fabric to it on the outside, the strawberry basket would provide some stability for this, the fabric. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That's what I'm watching happen 
on your cervix. So you're ready to roll, girl. Okay. I, I, let us know how you're okay. doing. But yeah. I, yeah, yeah. And the other thing is picture yourself rocking your baby. Stay okay. focused on what you want. Keep envisioning you rocking your baby. Okay. And, you know, in the nursery, in wherever. And we tend to focus on the problems more. Yeah. And so we're sending out that signal and that, then that's what we attract. If you, every time you catch yourself doing that, switch the picture, switch the picture to you rocking your baby. I will do okay. that. Sure. Yeah. All right. Keep us posted. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. You are welcome. Bye, Teresa. Bye. Hi. Kapreet, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm terrific, thanks. Please tell us where you're located. Yeah, I am right now. I am in Calgary. Okay, terrific. Calgary, Did I say Canada. your name right? Yeah, it. Pronounce your Gur name. Gurpreet. Originally, Gurpreet. I'm right. from India. Okay, terrific. Mm -hmm. I figured with a name like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as, terrific. Uh, you remember we talked a few years ago, I guess two two years ago. <laughs> yeah. I do. Certainly. Today, yes. Yeah. Today I have question same from my elder sister as we yeah. lost uh, her husband, like as my brother-in-law. We lost oh. him uh, on 28th January. So I'm so sorry. Yeah, uh, we love if you can get any message from him, like how, where is he now, and he has any message for us, like we really mm -hmm. miss him. Uh, what's his name? His name is Harte Singh, and okay, and we called him like Ricky. <laughs> you get Ricky out of that name. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, I love it. Easier for me to say, that's for sure. Okay. Ricky's right next to you on your right. When we think of um, any spirit, you know, our heads are like big satellite dishes and they receive and they transmit frequencies. In order to talk to any spirit, whether you knew them or not is irrelevant. All you have to do is just think of them, and then that tunes your satellite dish head to his frequency. And spirits keep a fre the same frequency throughout all of their lifetimes. So while you were talking about him and wanting to know, well, he's in heaven, he's fabulous, but he was showing me chickens. What does chick do chickens mean anything to you? He loves chicken, I guess. Okay. All right. He was showing me chickens, white chickens, like not exotic chickens, just a bunch of white chickens walking around. And uh, when we get information from spirit, it can be in symbols. It can be in phrases or words. It can be in whole sentences. It can be just in a scene. Like okay. I'm seeing a bunch of white chickens walking around and you know how they kind of move their heads back and forth. That's what they're doing. I'm still seeing them walking around. He's sending me that. And so when we get information from spirit, it's that first thing that comes in your head, fast as you can snap your fingers or before, like your question or your comment is even out. And 
sometimes it doesn't make sense to us right at the moment, but it may make sense later when you think about it, or it may make sense later because whatever they're showing us hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. So be open to chickens. I, I think that's a symbol from him. You may see chickens in the store, you know, in the in the meat case. You may see a picture of a chicken. You may see actual chickens. You may see a cartoon or a piece of jewelry or a chicken on a on a shirt or on the side of a van. Just be open because those signs can be everywhere. And that's him letting you guys know that he's around you. Okay. So he's not ready to talk to yeah. Yeah, well, he is. I mean, you know, call it, call, do a private session and we can talk to him for an hour. But you yeah. said, did he have anything to tell you? And he said, yeah, he's great. He's in heaven and he's showing me chickens. Yeah, I remember so, that. Like last time I get a private session with you. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but, do another yeah. one and then we can we can really have a long conversation with him. The other thing, too, is consider taking my class my angelic attendant training, which is live. I've got one online in May. I've got one that's in person in Atlanta in November. And then you can do the angels and enlightenment training too. All of my trainings have live practice sessions and that's where you get really, really good. There are multiple ones a week. And so then you can talk to them yourself and you can teach your sister how to do it. Everybody can do this. We're all doing it now. We just don't realize it. So yeah, come join us in one of my classes. Sure, definitely I will check it. Okay, just just askjulieryan.com. And you'll see the training classes and then just you can yeah. choose which one you want to do. Great yeah, seeing you. I'm so sorry for the reason. I'm so sorry. Thanks. Thank you so much. I Bye. Bye. Thank you. Hi, Carmel. Hello. How are you, girl? I'm pretty good. I talked to you a couple of years ago. Had a private session Great. with you. So Wonderful. So Where are you? My, I'm in... Uh, just south of Seattle in Washington State. Okay. How may I help you? I my I have a 20-month-old granddaughter, and she is a horrible, horrible sleeper. <laughs> and mm. I just feel so bad for my daughter because she, she's exhausted because she has two little ones, and she just doesn't sleep, and we cannot figure out why she doesn't sleep. And I don't know if you have any can get any insight as to why she just wakes up in the middle of the night screams and always wants pouches <laughs> wants to eat and everything and mm-hmm. we've tried a lot of stuff and i just don't know what's wrong with her <laughs> so does she send you to you does she send her to you periodically when she needs a full night's sleep <laughs> um i go up there and i um let her go take a nap and take care of her girls because she's so tired. So, oh my gosh, you look, you're so young looking. You look like you must have had your first baby at five. Um, no, not that young, <laughs> but oh my I was, gosh, I'm All only right. 53. So, yeah, I have three granddaughters. What is the baby's name? Her name is Margo. We call Margo. her Gogo. <laughs> Cute. All right, Margo, I'm going to connect to you 
Carmel, and then I'm going to go from you to baby Margot. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to you in the upper left corner of the country. Okay, got you. <laughs> Going over to Margot. Go, go. What does she call you? I'm talking to your grandmother. She talked. She called what me grandma. Call? Yeah. Grandma. You couldn't get more creative than that? <laughs> no. <All> right, grandma. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Is it okay if I skin you? Because I don't think so like that. All right. Little kids are the ones that usually don't want us to skin them. It's hilarious. But we can talk to her spirit. All is not lost. Why are you waking up in the middle of the night? Because she's saying she's hungry. She's hungry. What is she eating for dinner? Um. Well, it depends. She's not a great eater. We haven't figured out, mm -hmm. you know, how to get her to eat. I mean, she's offered a lot of stuff. I don't know if she has texture issues. What What is going on? I get she needs more protein and fat. Okay. I get she's gaming you guys. She's gaming you guys. <laughs> when she gets hungry enough, she's going to eat. I mean, I'm not saying let her starve, but you're yeah. probably she's she she probably wants the simple carbs. She wants a pouch <laughs> of something or or yeah, and that's just not going to hold her through the yeah. night. You know how with, with babies when they're coming off the breast and they say, okay, start feeding them rice cereal and stuff like that. And they sleep through the night when you give uh -huh. them more food. I'm getting it's the same thing with her. She's just not getting enough protein and fat to hold her all okay. that time. Because we're, yeah. we're trying, we're trying to feed her, but you can't force feed a kid to that. No. Age, so Yeah. I would look up what the experts say, you know, how okay. to do that. I, all I know is talking with thousands of moms over the years and being a mom myself, I didn't go through that. My child ate pretty much everything. But um, I get that the experts say you just give them what you want them to eat. And, and when they're gaming you, you know, just to get them to eat something, we give them crap and then their blood sugar is up and down and they're okay. not able to stay full long enough so you may want to try that okay one other question she has a chipped tooth is that bothering her at all no is it in the front yes yeah yeah is it kind of sharp is it a little sharp um it doesn't seem to be she had to have her two front teeth pulled because she chipped both of them and then that one's chipped too she's She's a destructo baby, just constantly <laughs> getting hurt. <laughs> so Did I just want to make sure that, that, yeah, she falls all the time. <laughs> she just, oh, she's a bruiser. Yeah. So. So Go-Go is a good name for her. Um, mm -hmm. Stick your finger in her mouth. Hopefully you won't mm -hmm. get bitten. But yeah. just, I would feel it to be sure it's not sharp. The only thing that I'm concerned about is her tongue getting okay. on it and, and if it's sharp, but I can't imagine the dentist would let that happen. The one who took out her top yeah. two teeth. Yeah. She hasn't they, been can, they can sand that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure that tooth isn't bothering her. So, yeah. All right. Well, well good luck. Get her. Thank you. I would look it up. Look up, look up how the experts out there tell you to feed them, you know, okay. when they're, um, I've seen several videos and, listen to several podcasts where that comes up 
Mm-hmm. And they say, you know, you just feel like you're torturing them, but you're not. When mm-hmm. they get hungry enough, they're going to eat what's in front of them. And then that's how you break them from the sugar cycle and okay. the refined carbs. Yeah, okay. her blood her blood sugar's going up and down. That's okay. what I'm getting. <clears throat> All right. Thank okay. you so much. Good luck. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer for just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them and so will you. All right, let's go to the question of the week. This is somebody has submitted this online. It was chosen and then I answer it. If you want to submit a question online, just go to AskJulieRyan.com and click on the homepage. And there's a spot right there that will allow you to submit a question. This one comes from Sherry and Sherry lives in Bonifay, Florida. And that's a real place. I looked it up. I'd never heard of it, but I looked it up. Okay. Hi, Julie. I come from a lineage lineage of Italians with serious health issues. My mother's father and brother both had brain aneurysm, and my mom died from an aortic arch aneurysm in 2022. I've had three failed urethral surgeries and two frozen shoulders, which give me a lot of pain and mobility issues, and I feel like a hot mess myself. Having said all that, at 56, I worry that my family history will be an issue for me too. Love to hear your thoughts. Thanks, Sherry. And here's my response. Hi, Sherry. Please know you have my heartfelt sympathy for the losses you've experienced in your family due to health issues. It's undoubtedly a heavy burden to carry, especially when you're confronted with your own health concerns. But here's the thing. Genetics don't have to be our destiny. Despite the scary stories we hear, most health conditions aren't solely hereditary. The Brain Aneurysm Foundation states, quote, in most cases, brain aneurysms are not hereditary, and there is generally only a single case in a family. And although there might be a genetic predisposition for some conditions like aortic aneurysms, it doesn't seal your fate. Research shows about 20% of people with aortic aneurysms have a genetic predisposition to it, meaning it runs in the family. So she's right about being concerned for that. The article went on to say first-degree relatives, meaning parents, children, and siblings, should be screened for this condition. And yet, studies also show people with coronary heart disease and peripheral vascular disease are the most likely to develop an aortic aneurysm. Your personal health journey isn't predetermined. 
by adopting healthy habits like a whole foods diet, regular exercise, and managing stress through practices like meditation and or prayer, you can greatly influence your future well-being. Speaking of stress, it's a silent but potent enemy of our health. Constant worrying triggers inflammation, the root cause of many illnesses. Reducing and eliminating inflammation always promotes overall wellness in everybody. The body is designed to heal. And inflammation is normally what causes illness in our bodies. If we can take care of the inflammation, eat healthy, get some exercise, get some sunshine, get out of the way with the body, let the body do what it does. It heals. I wanted to say simplify your life and prioritize joy with my two-minute rule technique. It encourages small, manageable actions that add up to significant positive changes and will help you cultivate a life filled with purpose and vitality. To learn more, please get a copy of my book, The Two-Minute Rule, The Key to an Amazing Life. You have the power to chart your own course towards a healthier, happier future. So embrace self-care and remember, most of all, you have way more control than you think. So I thought that was an interesting note from Sherry, because we're all taught that we're just screwed because of our genes. You know, when we go into the doctor, what do they want? They want a family history. And most of the things that make us sick are all environmental. They have to do with our diet and they have to do with mold and other things. And we have an amazing amount of control to help us stay healthy. So thanks, Sherry. I appreciate you submitting that question. Hi, Janet. (laughs) Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Good, good. Listen, I have my very dear friend here visiting, and I've been sharing her, you with her, and she has a question. So we were hoping you take her question today. Sure. Where are you guys? Tell everybody where you are. Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. What's your friend's name? Joan. Hi, Joan. Hi. Are you from Santa Barbara as well? No, I'm from, um, now I'm living in Marin County in Northern California, a little, just a couple hours north. You just wanted to come down for the rain? Well, we came, uh, we came down for the film festival, the Santa Barbara Film Festival. We spend 10 days at Jan and Scott's house every year, and we attend films every day for 10 days. Wow, that sounds fun. It's wonderful. Terrific. Wonderful. Terrific. All right. You got a question for me? I do. So my mom is 93 years old. My husband and I are Mm -hmm. living with her to care for her. She's on hospice, has been on hospice now for Mm -hmm. six months. And uh, when she started, she was using her walker, could get up to the commode. Now she's on complete bed rest, cannot get Mm -hmm. out of bed, just doesn't have any leg strength to do that. And... um, Increasing dementia, many moments of clarity, but then some of confusion. Increased hallucinations over the past few days. Um, And I guess my question for you is, um, where is she in the dying process? This is, my, my husband and I and my siblings are taking turns caring for her. And it's a very difficult chapter for her and for us. So we're just, I'm trying to get a better understanding of, are these hallucinations kind of part of the dying process? 
because the meds haven't changed. Um, <laughs> and that's what hospice says they are. And where is she in the dying process? That's my biggest question for you, Julie. Okay. Yes, yeah, she's in phase nine of the 12 phases of transition, Joan. And okay. the phases of transition are a, a series of occurrences that involve angels and the spirits of deceased loved ones and pets that come to greet the person. So tell me what she's talking about when you say she's hallucinating. Is she seeing deceased loved ones or pets? She, What's she talking she, about? She's not. She's not seeing like her mother or her siblings that have passed away. She'll see like uh, trees that aren't there, animals that are on her bed. She's never had any animals. Uh, she'll see the other yesterday. She told my husband there was a kite coming out of his head and there was colored curly things coming from his head. Uh, the door mm -hmm. was open. Why don't you change? Why don't you shut the door? And, you know, we've learned we're not supposed to argue. So we just try to understand where she's coming from, calm her down. But they're getting, making her increasingly anxious uh, what she's seeing is making her mm -hmm. more anxious. And the point of this chapter, I believe, is to keep her calm and comfortable. That's why we moved from Washington to be with her, to care for her, because she's wanted to remain at home. Mm -hmm. Well, you, you will be nominated for sainthood for doing that. How wonderful that you were able to do that for her. So it will be St. Joan, St. Joan of um, Seattle, maybe, because I think there are several St. Joans. I'm thinking of Joan of Arc first. But <laughs> anyways, uh, normally at the end of life, 90% of people, Joan, see the spirits of deceased loved ones and pets as they're nearing death. And 90%. University-based research shows that. So just because she's talking about animals on her bed and she hasn't had any animals in this lifetime doesn't mean that she hasn't had animals in past lifetimes mm -hmm. or they may be somebody else's animals. So that's good. When she's upset or angry or agitated about it, then those tend to be more hallucinations. When she is seems calm or she's comforted, by what she's seeing, even if it's as crazy as a kite coming out of your husband's head, those are visions and visits. And spirit is going to communicate in ways that may not make sense to us, but they make sense to her. You know, maybe she liked to fly kites when she was little. Who knows? Uh -huh. But Who knows? When, she's, when she's upset by what she's seeing, that's a hallucination. When she feels calm or comforted or joyful about it, then those are visits from deceased loved ones and pets and angels. She's surrounded by angels and lots of spirits and and lots of um, pets too. Her mother's at her left feet. Have you read my book, Angelic Attendance, yet? No, not yet. Not yet. I, I certainly will. This is, uh, Janet has really, uh, she's all, Janet's a dear friend. She's always been intuitive and she's been sharing with me, which is just pulling me into this whole uh, area that I have not known much about, quite honestly. Right, right. 
Well, you and anybody listening, go to julieryangift.com, julieryangift.com, and there will be a free digital and audiobook download of my book, Angelic Attendance. You bet. So download that, listen to it or read it, and then share it with your family members because it will help you all get through this. I believe it will be informative and comforting for you as well. So please share it. And um, she's surrounded by angels and the spirits of deceased loved ones. And as far as animals on her bed, kind of looks like a bunch of dogs to me. Uh There are several dogs on her bed. Is that what what she she was talking about? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, none of them are big. You know, they're all kind of, they look like they're maybe 20 pounds and less. Some of them are medium sized and smaller. She really is seeing dogs on her bed. Can you, so let's talk to her. I asked three questions always, Joan. So are you ready? What's her first name? Shirley. 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 So Uh Shirley, Shirley, are you ready to go? (laughs) She's saying it maybe in a week or so. That's a fun answer. I haven't heard that before in a while. Maybe in a week or so. All right. Are you in pain? She's saying not really. She's not really in pain. What do you need? Does she like chocolate? She's saying more chocolate. She loves chocolate. It's the only thing she likes to eat right now. And I brought her there. Okay, give give her all. Two pounds. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Give her all the chocolate she wants. She wants more chocolate. I mean, at this stage of the game, you don't want her eating a spinach salad instead of chocolate when she's asking for chocolate. I mean, really, give them what they want. So, yeah, she's asking for more, more chocolate. So she is um, she is well on her way. There's a vortex that's starting to form above her head that's going to help her spirit separate from her body. And, uh, and that will help her spirit go to be escorted to heaven by angels. It's really a glorious component. And and in the meantime, go on my website, askjulieryan.com, click on the 12 phases of transition tab. And there's a chart of what all the phases look like, Joan. It's an illustration. Download that. It's a PDF. Download it. Save it on your phone. And then when you want to know what phase she's in, just just ask in your head or aloud. Just say, what phase is mom in? You'll hear a number going to come in as fast as you can snap your fingers and then you can refer to the chart and it's really helpful thank you very much you're welcome have fun at the film festival oh we will (laughs) thank you very much you're welcome bye-bye bye hi ashlisha hi julie how are you I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I've um, really been enjoying reading your book, um, the the angelic attendant um, book. Mm-hmm. It's it's really really wonderful and um, very heartwarming and really really fascinating to learn about your journey. So thank you for that. <laughs> oh, thanks for reading it. Please leave anybody anybody that's read Angelic Attendance or any of my books. Please leave a review and. Amazon, because it helps other people find it. And usually when they're in most need of comfort is when they're looking for something like that. And that's just how Amazon does the algorithm when people leave reviews. So I would really appreciate that. And so is whoever's going to find the book and it will help them through their journey. Where are you, girl? New York. 
New York. All right. You got a question for me? Yes. Um, I was here a few weeks ago. I'm not sure if you recall, but I'd mentioned I just recently had a complicated uh, wisdom teeth extraction surgery. Um, and the recovery has not been going well. So I just wanted to see if you could um, take a look at what's going on. Yeah. What are you in pain or do you have swelling? What's happening? Swelling, pain and just, you know, it's just set off like a series of like complications in my ears and then the throat. Um, like one side has healed well, but the other side is still swollen. There's like a significant right like, side. yes, the right side. There's still a big yeah. bite on my yeah. cheek and now have these like, um, you know, popping ear sensations and like tingling in my ears and then my nerves kind of feel like there's a crawling sensation constantly um, and the doctor is just like oh just give it more time it's going to get okay but there's no like real answer for what's causing this um, difficult mm -hmm. recovery period. Okay it looks to me like um, uh, upper wisdom teeth right side is where the energy went first. So I'm going in there again, got your hologram on my big screen TV in my head. It's like I'm a human MRI. So I'm going in there and the, the what is it? I was going to say crater. I know that's what they, not what they call it, but the, you know, where the tooth was removed, the, I can't think of the name of what they call that, but the, the part where it's come out of your gums. Did they, they put you on antibiotics when they you did. had it? So the, yeah. the right side extraction, especially the lower one, was a lot more complicated. And I think it was also the last mm -hmm. one I'd had my mouth open for so long. And then the anesthetic wore off and then they had to give it again. And I think that's what the bruise in the cheek is as well. It was just very, very traumatic. And the tooth kind of had to be drilled and sectioned and taken out bit by bit. Um so, but oh, it's just, just like the, the, I feel like the joint, you know, everyone is giving like different information and I've seen a neurologist and an ENT and it's just no like real answer to what's going on. But from what I'm understanding, perhaps the joint is a little bit either dislocated or sliding in and out. So even when I open my mouth, I constantly keep hearing these like clicking sounds and then of course with the ears ringing it's just very um you know just uh i'm just in a lot of discomfort thankfully the, the only good thing is that the pain has reduced but there are these host right. of other um you know ancillary uh, ancillary sort of actions that have just set off yeah. Okay. So while you've been talking, you know, we're girls, we can multitask. So I've put stem cell energy in all those craters in your mouth. The energy is sticking with the upper right. That one seems to be the most problematic, believe it or not. That may not be what you're feeling, but that's, mm -hmm. that's where the energy is going. So I just follow where it goes. Stem cell energy, light amber colored gel, sparkles, because it's woo woo, gotta have sparkles. And it reminds me of a watery hair gel called Dippity Doo when I was a kid in the 60s and 70s that they used to use. There's a vortex spinning inside your mouth that's regenerating all the tissue 
light amber color gel sparkles reminds me of dippity do that was put in all of your areas where you had the extractions there's a vortex spinning inside your mouth that's going to heal all your tissue the jaw has been dislocated it reminds me the joint in the jaw of a clock's gears where it's a disc and it's like a tongue and groove situation where you know one tongue and groove disc moves the other disc like mm-hmm. the internal workings of a clock mm-hmm. and so what i'm watching there is watching that get fixed jaws getting back put in place and let's just do a nerve cleansing from your jaw down ears increase your zinc i would take vitamin c and zinc Okay, ringing in the ears and tinnitus usually is lack of zinc. So okay. you want to take a thousand milligrams of ester C, take a buffered C so that okay. it's going to be gentle on your stomach and then take 50 milligrams of zinc with zinc. it. Okay. And then that, yeah, that's Yeah, it, it just help. came out of nowhere because like now every time I swallow, it's like my ears want to pop, but they can't. And they're just going clack, clack, mm-hmm. clack. Yeah, that's just congestion in your ears Mm. from the swelling. So that'll go away too. Yeah, so I hope that helps. Thank you so much. That's very, very helpful. I hope you feel better. Thank you, Julie. You bet. appreciate it. Bye. Bye. Hi, Michelle. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm so excited because I just discovered you like a couple of weeks ago and I've been listening to your podcast like eight hours a day. So oh, I'm, trying to- I'm so honored. Where are you located? I'm in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Oh, terrific. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, you got a question for me? I do. I had a lot of questions. So I had to ask which one I should ask you about. And I'll book a session, obviously. But um, right. my gifts, what do I have for gifts? Because I have a very Meaning. strong I have a very strong intuition. So I was just wondering if there was more than that. Yeah. Everybody comes in with the ability to, everybody comes in with intuition. We just don't pay attention to it. So let me ask you just a random question. Just give me the first thing that comes into your head as an answer. What do you remember about your first car? It was orange. Okay. That's all I need to know. That means you're a visual learner. So that's how you're going to process information from spirit. If you would have told me, oh, gosh, it just sounded like a, it purred like a kitten. The sound of my car was so sweet. That would have told me you're an auditory learner. If you said, oh, driving in that car was like riding around on my living room couch. It was so smooth. The ride was so smooth. Then that would have meant you were a kinesthetic learner. So spirit's always going to communicate to us in the way that we learn first. And then the rest of your skills will develop the more you do it. Have you heard me say earlier that when we have a thought that comes into our head and it's instant, that spirit that's communicating with us, how you know it's from spirit is it's instant, fast as you can snap your fingers. That's how it works. Okay. So should I be working on any 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 other gifts or... 
Yeah, they all, they're all going to come in. The, the more you do it, the more information you get, the more validation you get, and then you learn to trust it. Take one of my classes. Take the online class or take one of the live classes, either online in May or the uh, uh, in-person class in Atlanta in November. And that's, your skills are really going to ramp up when okay. you do that. Plus, it's, it's a blast. It is so much fun. And the key, Michelle, is we have practice groups. And so multiple times a week, both types of classes, we have multiple practice groups of graduates and current students. When you get together and you practice together, you're going to get validation from the other people in the group. That's the most important part. It's kind of like you can attend a seminar for the weekend to learn how to throw a football but it doesn't mean that you're going to be a professional football player without a lot of practice. Right. Right. So the more you do it, the more it's just going to be second nature for you. Okay. So join one of my classes. Perfect. Just go to AskJulieRyan.com and, yep. and you'll see all the trainings there. And just Perfect. choose one. Thank you. You bet. Thanks for calling. You bet. Hi, Jane and Janet. Where are you guys? Billings, Montana. Oh, terrific. How are things out there? R Billings is really pretty good. Around us, we have snow, but it, it was like high 40s today. So Wonderful. That's like a heat and, wave. Yeah, we've had one. Julie, we just love you. I We're so impressed, and we, I'm, I'm taking your, one of your classes, and... Janet has a couple questions for you, so we'll get on with it. But okay. I have two rescue dogs, and my okay. first dog, um, I believe, is older. But he has got quite a few health problems. He has Cushing's, and his left mm -hmm. eye is completely covered with a cataract. And neither one of them do I know their age. So I would like okay. to find out maybe when their birthday was. So I know their ages. Mm -hmm. What's the one with the cataract? What's its name? Okay, that's Toby. And I got him in 13, 2013. And at that time, okay. they thought he was maybe three or five. Okay. Okay. So, um, got 15. Does he seem that old? Oh. Yeah, well, he has age, but, you know, he still loves to walk. He thinks he can okay. still jump and do things, but he can't see so well. Or And I have, neither one of them can really hear. And then oh, my boy. other dog, she, she really, when she's still kind of spooked and scared of everything. She relies on him. And her name is yeah. Maggie May. And she was <laughs> She was in a puppy mill and had like at seven, she had like eight litters. And when I got oh her in, uh, uh, in 2019, she was maybe nine or something. I don't know her age either. Okay. Maggie May. And what kind of dogs are they? Are they mutts well, or are they? Um, well, Maggie is a cocker, really pretty. I'm sure that's probably why they, um, you know, bred her so much. Yeah. She had to have so many litters. And Toby is a mix um Shih Tzu and Pla slash Poodle or something like that. 
Oh, wow. But she okay. relies on him so much. And so, mm -hmm. do you have... Okay, do you so I, I get that, that um, Toby is 15, and I get that Maggie is... I get 14 on her. Okay. So they're about the same age. Yeah. What I'm watching is I'm watching the cataract get removed from Toby's eye. So imagine that it looks like a cloudy contact okay. lens that's yes. getting removed. And then we're putting a new lens in and one little stitch on the outside to help him see. And they are joined at the hip. They are, if oh. there were dogs that were soulmates, they're soulmates. <laughs> Oh, wow. oh, she. Re I'm afraid if he went first, because she is still, you know, rescue. She's still is scared of a lot of things. And without him, I'm like, so um, with his Cushing's, is there anything you can heal there? Let's see. Is there anything going on with the Cushing's? I'm watching, not necessarily a specific healing, but I'm watching a vortex around his whole body. And I see this a lot. It's kind of a royal blue color and it's just a tune-up. And remember the wooden children's tops, the toy tops that they used to oh, have and yeah. they had those horizontal lines around them. If you watch the top spinning, it looked like the lines were moving up and down. That's what it looks like with this spiral that's going around him. So uh, I, neither one of them's dying. They're both, I mean, they both look like they're fairly in good shape for their yeah, age we, and everything that they have going on. I don't think either one of them's going to check out soon. Oh, good. If we walk, we try to walk every day depending on, you know, the weather, but he is the one that loves to walk. But he just, no. you know, he can't see now, you know, and still thinks he can jump like, you know, he was when he was younger. But the other thing on the walks, he, 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 especially in the summer, he catches his breath. He never did that before, but it's like his breathing is, is uh, heavier, heavier and harder for him. No. So, yeah. I think that they're going to be around for a while. Oh, that's great to hear. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Do you have a, a month? Yeah that they were born oh yeah do you have their birthdays by any chance i don't i got their okay. ages i got that, one oh, that was born in may let's see which one was born in may maggie maggie may was born in may okay. and, when was, and i got toby and i got toby was born in october oh okay which is interesting because toby you know october o and b yeah, uh, in the, the name October and mm -hmm. May, obviously May 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 is the month of May. So yeah, yeah I hope that oh. helps. But I got oh, I got their ages. Oh, that's great because I yeah I've had to guess at their age, you know. But that that's great to hear. So well, thank you oh, so good. much. We appreciate you, you are so most much. All righty, thanks. Oh, to thanks for calling in. Nice to meet you, you both. Oh, you bet. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, Maggie. Hi, Julie. How are you? I was laughing because um, I was listening to the dog's name, Maggie May, and I was thinking, oh, maybe I'm next. <laughs> you must be psychic or something. I was like, that would be a great introduction. Now there's the other Maggie coming. 
Oh my gosh. What's your middle name? Do you have one? I do. I'm actually Ana Margarita, but everyone calls Ooh. me Maggie. I love it. Wonderful. Where are you, Ana Margarita? I'm in Miami. You, I mean, if you can see okay. me, I'm wearing I'm wearing a jacket. It's been kind of cold. So, I mean, oh, poor baby. Cold, what, is cold it? For, what is it? 65? Cold for Florida. Cold for Florida. You can laugh. You can laugh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. Well, you got a question for me? I do. I do. So I've, I've been having problems with my knees. And I was wondering if you could tell me what it is that you see and what um, treatment should I get? And also one of my one of my teeth, I had some treatment on here. So I was just wondering if you could help me with that. Yeah, let's do your knees. Uh, so you, you have pain in both knees. Has it started recently? Did you injure them? What's going on with your knees? I injured my left, uh, while skiing at the beginning of January and the right one, I used to be a runner. So I run for a very long time and I just had an MRI on the right one and it doesn't look good. So I don't know. It doesn't look good because you're missing cartilage or what doesn't look good on it? Exactly. I have no cartilage. Yeah. Okay. I've got, I've already got you on my radar, Maggie, and, mm. and it went to the left side of your left knee first. So okay. what I'm watching is yeah. stem cell energy. Get at it. Imagine, have you ever had one of those cortisone or gel shots that they'll put in your knees? No, not that. I've had lots of things, but not not that specifically. Okay. All right. So imagine that, that stem cell energy is a light amber colored gel, has sparkles on it, reminds me of, it has sparkles in it, reminds me of Dippity-Doo hair gel. And so yeah. that's getting put in between your your the bone where the you know, where the cartilage is gone. And then there's a vortex spinning outside of it. And that's going to help regenerate that cartilage there. Okay. Great. And I'm watching a chiropractic adjustment on that knee as well. Do you see a chiropractor, Maggie? I don't. Should I? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, your knee needs adjusting. It's the skeleton of it needs adjusting because the the joint, the knee joint, the upper and the lower part of your knee need to be aligned so that they work better and you're not in pain. All right, let me go over to the right one. Interesting because the issue on your left knee was on the left side of your left knee. The issue on your right knee is on the left side of your right knee. So it's more towards no. the center of your body. Okay. Not the center of the knee, but the center of the body. So I'm watching stem cell energy get injected there as well, vortex spinning above it. That's regenerating the the um, cartilage. The stem cell energy is so cool, Maggie, because it'll regenerate any body part we need. And I have seen whole new organs get redone with stem cell energy. And then there have been many times where it's shown up on a subsequent scan at the doctor's office and the doctor's calling me going, what are you doing and how does this stuff work? So Lovely. stem cell energy is really, really amazing. So we can do that. 
All right, that's Thank going. You. I would I would find a find a chiropractor that maybe ask yeah. around, see if someone you know has a chiropractor that they like and that they've gone to for a long time and, and just see if you can get them to not only adjust your knees, but also your whole body, your neck, your back, your hips, all of that. Your oh, pelvis, I watched get, a, get adjusted, Maggie, yeah. because you look a little bit like a twisted sister. Your pelvis is twisted. The left side is oh, in front goodness. of the right side. My hip, yeah. my hips, you can tell. You can tell that they're a little yep. bit like that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You, does I it like feel the like that? Sister version. It doesn't feel like that, but I know what it looks like, like a twisted sister. I like that version much better than, it's good. It's a good spin yeah. on that. Yeah. Exactly. True. So find a so really like, good chiropractor like and, and okay. hopefully that'll help. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. All righty, everybody. That's it for this week. Have an amazing Valentine's Day. If you have a honey, have a fun Valentine's Day with your honey. If you're, if you're going to be with a, what they call it, a Galentine's Day, or if you're just go, go and do something on your own to enjoy and sending you lots of love from sweet home, Alabama. See you next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.